for it to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dotson. <laughs> and um, I like, see, Kyle introduces himself now. That's cool. I, like I that. noticed that. When did that start? Uh, we just uh, just said, yeah, introduce yourself. Be a big One man. One day he pointed at me and I didn't say anything and he yelled at me and then that was One it. day he pointed at you and you didn't say anything? Said, be a big shot. So, introduce yourself. It's basically been for the past yeah, few years. Or it, yeah. every day he points at you and you don't say anything. <laughs> We recorded a couple of great shows uh, last week yep. with uh, David in April. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You, I'm, sorry, you, I, I'm sorry I couldn't make the... Uh, it's okay. Uh, you know what? I mean, it was okay because we're recording now a couple sure. of days later, and we were able to get uh, David Wilde in here again, so that's always great. So. Hack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's a good guy. I like him. Hey, before we start, I, yeah. have, uh, I have presents for you. We have presents for me? I have presents for you, but they're not from me because... I'm not giving you. Well, why would you give me anything? They're from uh, they're from um, a listener uh, who I recorded with a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He was the Smile Train auction winner. Okay, he got to pick uh, his co-host. He picked Mike Siegel. He got to pick his topic. It was a Canadian artist. Oh, awesome! And uh, so he brought everyone. He brought us all a bottle of 100% pure maple syrup. Oh, sweet! So, <laughs> and, 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 and this is so. This is from Benjamin Weber. Benjamin, thank you so much, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's delicious. And he Benjamin also, Weaver. it's great. And yeah. he also, uh, he also knew you had a had a son, so he brought you uh, a kid's book called The Hockey Sweater. Get really? Yeah, dude, thank you so much, man. Benjamin, is it? Benjamin Weber. Benjamin Weber, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Did, he, did he write a note to you in the front? Oh, I don't know. Did he write? Did he write anything in the front? Dear, Mur- Mur- Dear Murray, this no, is for your nothing, son. Nothing. Thanks a lot, Benjamin. What if it's a to- Could, couldn't do an extra inch. Just hey, what if it's Frank, a totally, your son? What if it's a totally inappropriate book? <laughs> right, <laughs> the hockey sweater and it's just a big dong. <laughs> make any sense? <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, that's good. But my, this goes against my whole attempt at keeping my way my kid away from organized sports. But this yeah. will be great. What's, you said you were playing sports with him in the pool. Today, yeah, water sport? Ball, throwing a ball. You throwing a ball around? That's a sport. You throwing a beach ball? Yeah, that's called beach volleyball. I like All this right. guy. But I'm excited to read this. We love, uh, honestly, we love reading books. So Benjamin, thank you very much. Kyle, I'm would you read us read the this. first page? Let's just get us kicked. Let's Wait, see how this, this if I starts. read it to Kyle, it'd be like reading it to my kid because they're about the same that's size. That's a lot of. That's like a lot of. Read the first paragraph, and you know what? How about this? Why don't you record the whole thing as an audio book, and we'll give that to Frank. <laughs> <laughs> read the first paragraph. Let's see what's happening here with this book. The winters of my childhood were long, long seasons. We lived in three places, the school, the church, and the skating rink. But our real life was on the skating rink. Real battles were won on the skating rink. Real strength appeared on the skating rink. The real leaders showed themselves on the skating rink. So well, lots happening well, on the skating I, rink. I can, I can tell that this is going to be a good book, uh, not from your read, <laughs> no. But, but no, this is going to be a good book. It's going to be a good follow-up to all the Bobby Orr books yeah. I'm going to be reading. My kid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Benjamin, thank you very much. Now, That's super cool. You, didn't have you to literally that. read five sentences. How hard would it be to read like a Stephen King book? Oh. And have it recorded, like when it's, it's read by Reese Witherspoon. It's like, really? She read it? 
That would take that would everything <laughs> floats down here. It would take me forever to, if I had that job. Well, I wouldn't have that job because I'd be terrible at it. But Reese Witherspoon, that would be so. I, bad. I would pay to. I was nine years Reese. old when I saw my first dead body. Okay, is that do is that gay Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> no, no, I don't do it. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, we were just uh, earlier. We were talking. Uh, we have uh, what we call a super moon here. I don't know if it's everywhere. Just in L.A., I, I've never seen one before. What? Only like, here. Yeah, it's super moon every. It looks like I never heard of it until like two years ago. And now it's like once a month and people it, act like it's the only time you ever see it. But it's so big. It looks like we're going to collide with the moon. That's probably what's happening. <laughs> I like Marvel comic nerds. That's not going to happen. The, <laughs> the watcher moved the moon closer so he could get a closer <laughs> look at everyone. But it is true. <laughs> it it's is the true. End of days. I've never heard of a super moon till like two years ago. And now it's every other month. Yeah. Every other month. Does that produce super werewolves? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Maybe. The waves have been great. Oh, maybe. Well, well, that has something to do with it. Yeah. The moon has something to do with the tides. Yeah. Uh, Let's go around the horn and tell everyone what we're drinking tonight. Uh, Murray, we'll start with you. Um, Well, around 630. (laughs) (laughs) Around 630, I had a couple margaritas. I cracked a bottle of wine last night, like at 1030. At 10.30? Yeah. Were night. you asleep at 10.45? Was 10 there a sex in the city marathon on? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. No, I was picking the songs for this, and I just, uh, I just, uh, I brought it. We don't have a chair in our bedroom, so I brought one in from uh, from another room. And, <laughs> I'm rearranging uh, furniture at 10.30 uh, at night. I had, to make everything, I had to make sure everything was nice and feng shui in there. Mm-hmm. And Pilar was uh, uh, got in uh, under the covers and was uh, said, she said, I'm going to go to sleep. I go, I'm going to sit here. Like every other night. Drink this wine <laughs> and uh, pick my songs and cue them up and all that good stuff. Right on. Uh, are your songs cued, by the way? Oh, yeah. All my okay. songs are always cued. All right, cool. So now, uh, so but we're drinking, we're right, we're drinking uh, some beers. What are you doing? I did at, at like 6.30. I had a couple of margaritas. I got to my show early. You had so. a couple of margaritas already? Now, yeah. can I say something? Two weeks ago, you told me you were on the wagon. <laughs> I was. And then, and then you fell off hard. No, I didn't say how long the wagon was going to be. Okay. The rag, wagon ride can vary. The ragging wagon? The ragging wide. I don't need you. I don't need anybody. Because were you at poker? You weren't at poker last week. No, because my car got crunched. That's right. But you're going to be there this I'll be there this week, week unless the fucking poker car curse yeah. happens. Because you remember... Now, today it's August. Last, we're, re- we're recording August 30th. This will drop uh, in October. Okay. <laughs> happy Hall- happy Halloween, Halloween, everybody. This, uh, yeah, today, uh, when you're listening to this today, this was recorded August 30th, but uh, for you people, it's uh, October 22nd. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got my kid to sing uh, the Beastie Boys. My daughter's birthday, October 22nd. Uh, happy birthday, sir. October 31st, it is the day of my birth. I went to the party, you know, I did the Smurf. It's a Beastie Boys line. My kid loves to sing it. Great. Well, well, the Beastie Boys are good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what are you drinking right now? What have we got? Uh, now I'm on Stella Artois, which yeah. I don't really like. Yeah. How do you? Why? Because it's a too wimpy. It. I, I, I just never. It's a lager, and I like ales. There's a blue moon. If you want to, I don't p- like blue moon. Plus, I just had an IPA mm-hmm. while I was waiting for you guys. Right. So wow, something's up, I'm, dude. It's Daddy's night out. Uh, I'm going to be hung over reading you, a hockey sweater to Frank what you, tomorrow. <laughs> what do you got? I am drinking a Sam Adams Boston Lager. How do you like that? Yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a little heavier for me. That used to be my favorite beer, and I don't, I don't like it much anymore. I'm also drinking the Stella Artois. Would you do me a favor though? Would you crack that uh, maple syrup and take a slug out of it? <laughs> sure. It's real. It's 100 maple syrup. 100 maple syrup. Yeah, crack All right. that. Where uh, from Canada? Did you say? Oh God, you would ask ac- me that. You're actually yeah. Ontario. I just want to smell it. it. Smells like maple syrup. It smells like, <laughs> it smells like pancakes. 
Take a drink of it. I'm not drinking it. Take a drink. I'm not going to drink it. So pretend it's whiskey. Okay. You stick his finger in it, and now he contaminates everything. It's good. It's good stuff. Tastes like maple syrup. <laughs> Take a chug of it. <laughs> Breakfast and beer reminds me of dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a Christian. He's a drunk Christian. <laughs> Is he really? Well, he's, know, not he's retired now. Are you gonna, am I going to get an email tell, asking me to edit that out? <laughs> no, my the hilarious... My mom was. He, she didn't make the final cut. Frank. Uh, Frank. Hi. Uh, Pat edited. We called my mom. And, uh, yeah, we called you. We called my mom, and it was, and they weren't answering because they were out at, at the swimming pool at the at the swimming hole. And um, <laughs> Put so the then we shoes. called your mom, and and she was a very nice lady, right. sweet. Yeah, yeah. But when I listened to it, just we weren't getting anything out sure. of it. Sure, no, not that we would have got anything out of what my mom would have said either. But, yeah, but then uh, my mom was like, uh, "Hey, you can edit me out if you want, but if you keep me in." I don't want anybody thinking I'm just this dowdy old lady sitting up in a wheel in a rocking chair in Montana. Okay, Can, so I'm going to send you a picture. So I just want you to post that picture, and that's oh. why you cut it out. And I'm like, Mom, you're edited. M I L F. Send that picture. Hell yeah, brother. What else is going on? I feel like there's stuff to talk about, but uh, but maybe there isn't. Kyle, what, you went? Uh, you climbed some uh, rock climbing wall today. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. And today, yep. you didn't shower. Yeah, I didn't do anything. And I didn't shower today either. Murray, did you shower? Uh, did I sh- Yeah, I showered. Yeah, because you did a show. Yeah, I did a show tonight, so oh, I showered. Now, that wasn't what you wore to do the show, was it? No, I changed. I changed. What did you have on? A uh, nice uh, shirt and uh, I had a jacket? Button down. I had a button down. Don't do the jacket. I had a button down. Tucked in? No. When was the last time you tucked a button down in your jeans? Last time I wore... Oh, my jeans? Yeah, in oh. your jeans with belt. The 90s? <laughs> Never, maybe. I never. I tried it once. I had to do a corporate gig. Yeah, and I had to wear a jacket and a tie, but I could wear jeans, mm-hmm. which is weird. Well, then you do have to tuck it in if you're and wearing so a jacket I, and a tie. I, so I had black jeans and a black jacket, yeah. and I tucked it into my jeans, and I, had, I looked like I was in a ska band. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> so I just went. I just, put, I just wore specials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just wore a suit. So I, I t- no tucking jeans is no good. And you guys opened for Madness that night, right? We did open for Madness. Yeah. And uh, Kyle, you said you're not afraid of heights. No, and I'm not. This just proves so you that chose you to really grow, weren't. So you chose yeah. to grow that tall. How long, how much was yeah. it to uh, to rock uh, climb inside? It was I don't know because Brant had something where he like bought like a membership, uh-huh. but it was you get a month free yeah. and can bring a guest. So he would well, he took me. We that's went. A, that's and then a we date. We canc- call that a date. And then he canceled mm-hmm. his membership. Okay, and uh, Brant's your roommate. Yeah, he's super athletic. Yes, mm-hmm. super fit. Mm-hmm. Good looking dude. He would be my. He he would be like a good Aquaman, like the Aquaman that wears the orange yeah. suit. Yeah, he kind of. Maybe that like would that. be his. Uh, that should be his Halloween costume yeah. this year. You'd be Wolverine for the fifth time. Yeah, <laughs> and he could be uh, Aquaman. Yep. And you could How- fillet him. <laughs> How long have you known Brant? Uh, since high school. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like him. I met him a couple of times. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you bring him to my party? No. Last year. No. Okay. Did um. Where did I meet him? At Pat's party. Yeah, at my, at my barbecue. Mm, I don't know. Did, um, have you, hung out, with, have you hung out with the Wimbush kid yet? Uh, no, I don't think he's back yet. He's not back. He lives in Burbank. Yes. But your grandmother, my mom, told me that he lived in Beverly Hills. <laughs> That's what she told me. He lives in... Be- Joe, where does he live? Wait, I got it. Beverly Hills. And Joe. then the next time I talked to her, she goes, hey, I was wrong. It's Burbank. I go, That's a big difference. <laughs> She also, she also claimed someone lived right near, right under the Hollywood sign. 
<laughs> yeah, a, a, a hobo. <laughs> a, a dead body. <laughs> hey, they live right under that Hollywood sign. Let's, that, could be, that could be anywhere. Yeah. Let's pretend I'm like every listener. Okay. Who the fuck is the Winbush kid? Oh, I'm sorry. That's another. That, you're right. That's you're someone right. else. I. Uh, that's another. That's another kid high school that he went to high school with and lives out here. Okay. And he's trying to uh, make it in acting, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, my mom. How's it going? Is my it mom going told well? me he hardly has any money, so. but then she also told me he's been in four Nike commercials. Oh. <laughs> so I said he he would have a little bit of money then. Well, he's spending all that money at that place under the Hollywood sign. <laughs> that's pretty expensive <laughs> under the <laughs> under a giant W. <laughs> What He's movie? in what one movie? of the what O's. Movie? What movie? <laughs> Under a giant W. Oh, oh that's uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yes, one of my favorite movies. That is a good movie, but it's uh, you could never do that movie now. Could you imagine doing that movie now and have like every like well-known comedian? They, they tried from, to do you it, know, and it was called Rat Race. And it oh, was that's right. Yeah, well, yeah. See, I a lot of people tell me Rat Race is good, but you saw it. I saw Did you the, see it? I saw that it had Rowan Atkinson and Whoopi Goldberg in it. And it has uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Is that how you say it? Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> but I'm talking if they really tried I to just... I love Rowan Atkinson. If they really tried to yeah, remake actually. it and you had everyone from, you know, oh. Jim Carrey to Louis C.K. to, to uh, you know, Zach, to all these people... Well, then be, a, then be a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a comedy. Right. Uh, all right, we'll be back with more comedy film nerds after this. All right. Didn't we come here to play some music? We did. I so, came to get down. So we'll get, so the, get topic, the topic tonight, this was Murray's pick, and you uh, mm. you told me. I have something ahead of time. Oh, yeah, you said I'm you sorry, had some I, business. I, I apologize. You just said, let's play some music. And, now and you're I'm about to play some music with some opening business. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Rock Solid did an U2 episode. Yes, we did. Um, you guys probably, are, when is this, October what? This is October 22nd. So you're probably just finishing it right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I hate to I hate to extend it another few minutes. It's Kyle's least favorite episode, and torture Kyle even more. Literally, it'll be two months when you hear when they hear this. It'll be two months since the U two episode. Okay. Um, so on, on that episode, Pat Francis played a, a surprise. I was surprised you played. You played "Numb," yeah. the song "Numb" by U two, which you liked. And then Scott yeah. Adams, listener Scott Adams, emailed me and said, "Hey, did Pat ever hear the original version of Numb? I never did. And it, it was recorded for Octung Baby, and it was completely different." And it's called uh, uh, Down All the Days. Okay. And uh, he sent me a copy of it. And uh, here it is. Just take it from the beginning real quick. Turn it up there. Turn down on there. Sounds. Does, yeah, it sounds the same. Does Edge sing it? No, Bono no. sings it. Cool. Where did he find this? It came out, it's off the Octung box set. I have it buried somewhere in my closet. I have the Octung thing too. Oh, you do? It's weird that I don't know this. It could also be off B-sides and... Uh, yeah. It's good, it's just different. Yeah, I like it. Remember they did that B-Sides and like bonus tracks yeah, album yeah. or something? I think it's off that also. Even when it's a band that I love, it's hard for me to get so deep into all that stuff sometimes. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. I, I, I rarely buy a box set. When it's like that, like Springsteen had a really good one called Tracks and mm -hmm. it had some amazing stuff that you were like, wow, how did that not make the album? And I know you'll laugh, but Bon Jovi also had 
one that it was all unreleased stuff, like four discs, and I was like, a lot of it was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, normally it's it's really tough to get deep, deep, deep. Yeah. I mean, that. even like I remember uh, the Beatles released well. Whoever did Apple Music or whoever. Yeah, there's anthology sets. They had one, Beatles one, and it was all their number one hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not buying this. I have. But that's the greatest hits album. That's not a. But it's still the same way. I wasn't going to buy it. And then my wife had it, and we listened to it on road trip. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) I think you told this story. Did I? I I'm going to tell many more that I told. You might have told it to me on the phone. Um, When you hear this, we'll have done a U2 uh, episode, and uh, listener Scott Adams. Have I told that story? You have. Okay. So anyway, that's a, that's a, I actually like that version a lot. Yeah, that's good. It's called Down All the Days. You can check it out. And thanks, Scott Adams. And actually, thanks, everybody. I got a lot of emails from that episode. So Yeah, people liked it. Yeah. People seem to like it. There's only one person up. that didn't like it, and he's sitting uh, to your right and my left. <laughs> can you play my number first song again, please? You can hear some more U2, and I can torture you. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's topic is, uh, I, I, I called it The Question Is. That's what I'm calling okay. the episode. Sure. But you just wanted, you, Murray said, hey, how about question songs? Yeah, songs with uh, questions in the title, as, a, as yeah. a title. Question mark or who, what, where, when, how, why. Yeah, yeah. All that kind of Which stuff. Which is weird. A lot of uh, songs with titles, with titles that are questions don't have question Don't have marks. a question mark. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so it was, I had to put in how and why and which and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. I just actually did just type a question mark. Uh-huh. Excuse me. So all mine do have question marks. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of mine have a question mark. I thought you were just practicing. One of yours has two question marks. And one has two. I just thought he was practicing his counting. I thought I got rid of of the two question marks. He was reading the hockey sweater. (laughs) Don't tell me how it ends. I can tell you that they live many lives on that, but most of their life took place on that hockey rink. Is that even close to what they were saying? (laughs) Uh, I think it was the skating rink. Give it to me. I'm going to read the last. I'm going to find out how this ends. Listen, if this this isn't about the USA miracle on ice, I don't want to fucking hear it, you Canuck. All right? I'm hoping that the the ice breaks and and some kids die. (laughs) This is the last page. Oh, boy. We might we might be getting a little. Wait, don't ruin it for me. I'm gonna have to read this if my kid likes it a hundred times over the next two weeks. I asked God to send me right away a hundred million moths that would eat up my Toronto maple leaf sweater. <laughs> that's that's the last line of the book. Is it because he? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's the last line. It's very religious. What the fuck? Well, we'll find out. All right. We'll find well, well, out. Well, listen, our next episode, we'll find out in the we'll middle of it. We'll find out. This is amazing. Does it, wait, Benjamin? Is that his name? Benjamin Does he Weaver. have a kid? No, no, no. He's, well, of course not. Apparently, he doesn't know how to pick out a fucking book. <laughs> hey, everyone, everything can't be Fox and Socks, dick. <laughs> no, no, everything can't be Fox. Not everything's got to be what, fucking Bill and Rival. By boom, the way, boom. we're American. <laughs> I hate that fucking book. I hate that fucking book. Or the fucking give a, give a mouse a cookie. But, fuck that noise. Wait, wait. Uh, mouse mess? No, you give yeah. a mouse a cookie, he's going to want some fucking milk. It's basically milk. about and if you a give him some mouse milk, being a greedy bastard. Fucking spill it on himself, and he spills it on himself, you're going to have to clean him up. And he's, oh, it's fucking nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if you give a moose a muffin, uh, a it's all pancake. bullshit. So take, yeah, does it, does it fucking take place on ice? Hold on, our pizza's here. Pause it, Kyle. All right, the pizza's here. <laughs> I've got a big hunk in oh, my really? mouth. Oh, really? Couldn't tell. I have a big hunk in my mouth. And the question is... I gotta say, green peppers and onion, not bad. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Murray's a vegetarian, so we can't get any uh, cock on it. Um, <laughs> Murray, I'll let you go first, mm-hmm. since you have a big mouthful of pizza. Right. Uh, because this is your topic. What is your first question song? I'll tell you, well, 
You got a story? My first... All right. The song that, that prompted me to suggest this topic is not my first song. I'm going to play that second. But I have to play this song because this is a question song. Mm-hmm. But not only is it a question song, it is probably the greatest opening guitar riff in rock and roll history. Strong words. Strong. And I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm going to have Kyle. Can you turn it up before you play it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the listeners an opportunity to turn it up. And just play it. I'm going to give the listeners an opportunity to turn it off. <laughs> Way to turn it up, Kyle. <laughs> How come the guitar so... What, what happened? It, what it... There you go. What started over? Started over. There we are. That is obviously can't you hear me knocking. You might ask yourself, Murray, how many times have you listened to that opening guitar riff over and over? I'll tell you this. At three, we're gonna play it again from the beginning. At three what? seconds, <laughs> at three seconds, you can hear Mick in the background go, uh. All right. And then at six seconds, you can hear him go, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, that's nice. I love that shit. I love that stuff. Never heard it before. Yeah, I love that stuff. Is this uh, is this from the uh, newly remastered Sticky Fingers album? No, nah, it's probably from my original. It's from my original Sticky Fingers. It sounds pretty great. Yeah. How could the after um, Kyle fucking turned it up after I gave him a minute and a half to prep? Are you sure you're ready? You ready? Okay. <laughs> my uh, the first song I thought of when you told me this, when you told me this tight with this topic. <laughs> I, it didn't make my list, but the first song I thought of was uh, What About Love by Heart. Oh, what a great song. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to start out with the, uh, a Rick Springfield song from 2008. This is probably my longest. Uh, yeah, go, you guys both laugh. This is probably my longest uh, clip today. It's probably a little over a minute. This is called Who Killed Rock and Roll? Rick Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> the bullet in a rock and roll's head. And left her for dead Black roses bloom from where she bled Damn, Rick kicking out the jam Yeah Come on, come on, is there anybody else? Comes a little cheap trick sample. I'll tell you when. Right there. I hear it. Yeah.
What album's that? Venus in Overdrive from 2008. Oh, okay. That's uh, pretty great. That's I quote my, one of my favorite David Letterman quotes. Uh, that's a uh, kick over the table, go home with the waitress, rock and roll. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I like that. I like him in his new band. Uh, he's with Ricky and the Flash. Oh, Ricky and the he's Flash. He's in the Flash. He's the lead guitarist of the Flash. Oh, yeah. Ricky and the Flash in the Pan, I like to call it. <laughs> God, those billboards are fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. With Meryl? Yeah. I saw that movie. Oh, you did? How was it? Because Rick's in it. Um, oh, was Rick in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he plays lead guitar in the Flash. And Ricky in the Flash in the Pan? <laughs> and he's also uh, Meryl Streep's love interest. Really? Um, How was the movie? Uh I had fun with it, and I liked I, I liked it, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a flawed movie. You can see stuff coming up a mile away, and it's I would literally give it about a six out of ten. But but, but you like the genre, you like you like the music, you like Rick. Yeah, you, Rick you, Springfield like, was excellent in it. His, I, he I had some great. He had some. He had a, some great scenes with uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Some emotional scenes. I think we talked about that on the disco episode, where you kind of, if you're into the genre yeah. of uh, the movie, yeah. you know what was a. Uh, I can't remember. We talked about it on uh, the disco episode about... Saturday Night Fever? No, it was a movie about an aging English band. Spinal Tap? No, that sucked. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It was the best one ever. I forget. Anyway, if you like the genre, you're going to yeah. enjoy it more than other people. Yeah, so it's it, like my, my wife's into movies, and you know she loves movies. She's, yeah. you know, So they had the big fat Greek wedding, and my wife is Greek. She hated the movie yeah. from a movie maker standpoint, but her Greek family fucking loved it. Yeah. They couldn't Kyle, understand why she Kyle's mom's it. favorite movie. Yeah, it is. And she's not even Greek. Hmm. How do you explain she the mustache? That, my mom never sees a movie twice, but she saw that movie, then the next day proceeded to tell my brother and I every single thing about that movie, and then we went and saw it again that night. <laughs> and she owns it. Yeah. yeah. It's like she owns like two movies, and that's one of them. What's the other one? Probably porn or something. I what? I'm uncomfortable. That's your mother. You're up. What's your second song? Let me, let me just bang a shot of this maple syrup. <laughs> this is the song that made me think of maybe this might be a good title. Okay. This song came up on my iPod or iPhone or whatever we listen to them on anymore. And it's been in heavy rotation for me for like the last two months. This is a, a new wave band out of San Diego called the Monroes. I know nothing about them except they're from San Diego. And they have this song, and this is called What Do All the People Know? good song. It's a really yeah, good song. Yeah, it's a good song. Do you remember that song by any chance? No. I think it was like 82 or something like that, 83. I thought this was a brand new song. No, 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 no. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good tune. Uh, you know who liked that? Probably like uh, P.F. Wilson. P.F. Wilson. P.F. if you that. like that. If you, um, if you know that. If you know anything about the Monroes, let me know. Yeah, post it on the uh, Facebook page, P.F. if you like it. I mean, I can tell you a little bit about the Monroes. I can tell you a little bit about the <laughs> 
Carlos Montal's a little They brother. toured with Toto, Greg Kinn, and Rick Springfield. Wow, look at that. <laughs> a couple of bands I like. At the same time? Now, we've had a member of Toto on. Greg Kinn's been on the show. we got to get Rick yeah. Springfield on, and then we'll have to get these goddamn Monroes on. we have to get Mike Monroe. It's pretty cool. There's actually really not that much about them that's interesting. Everything, are, you holding, everything? are you holding a giant slice of pizza in the back of your throat? And <laughs> <laughs> a burp, and I was like trying to stifle it. Everything on the Wikipedia page is put on by Murray Valeriano. <laughs> <laughs> They're named the Moreaus. They're from San Diego. This is all I got. Yeah. My next song is from 1978. It predates this Monroe song, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. This is from arguably this band's uh, best album. The album's called Parallel Lines by Blondie. It's definitely their their high their highest selling album. It's, it went four times platinum, which is pretty amazing. And uh, the song we are going to play from this is "Will Anything Happen." Nice. I like the dance remix version of that that just happened right there. A little stall. Mm-hmm. A little, whoa, get yep. back in. I, uh, what is going on? How many oh, Sam right. Adams have you had? Please no, donate no. money so we can get a new cord. We're having trouble with this cord. Donate no. money so we can get a new Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Murray keeps having me, because he can't write down or remember his list, so he keeps I having can't, me. Yeah, if he has to keep turning that computer, that's going to happen every time. I can't figure out how... My list is perfect in my iTunes. Yeah. I can't figure out how to get it from my iTunes to your iTunes. You want? You just have to put it in order. Or but you can print your list from your iTunes. You just click print at the top, and it'll print it out. In oh, the well, order. I can look at it, it on my me. own iTunes and just yeah. And then just I, that's why I said beforehand. Just tell me. No, it's complete. It's com- oh, you know, maybe I can look in the file. Or you can, or you can just hand me that computer right now, yeah. and I can order it. So I have yeah. my notes. Or you I can print. Notes. You can print out the list and give it to him every time you come. Or you welcome back to how <laughs> how to teach Murray how to prepare for this podcast. Oh, well, well, welcome back to learn how to do a fucking podcast. How long have you guys been doing this? Let's get this down. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Well, I am lost. Hold on, I'm completely confused right now. Yeah. Oh, I gave it to you. Okay, all right. What are we doing? Okay, I remember. I actually do a podcast myself, believe it or not. This pizza is great. It is really good. The so Road Stories Podcast. The Road Stories Podcast. Roadstories.tv. Get it there. Um, this is from 1978. A band, a band started by Howard DeVoto and Pete Shelley. Oh, man, I know this band. I can't think of their name. The Buzzcocks. Wait a minute. Buzzcocks. Yes. This is Ever Fallen in Love. This actually sounds like a Blondie song. It kind of does, doesn't it? Ever fall in love with someone, ever fall in love, in love with someone, ever fall in love. 
see what's going on right now. It's a fucking mess here at the table. You're saving drinking maple syrup. I bet that would be good on this pizza. Just a little, dri- a little sweet. I smoked a little pot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it down. Right. Cool. I did. I want to do real quick and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Music nerds know this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this. Pat, sure. But uh, uh, Howard Devoto and Peter Shelley were instrumental in in the punk scene. Mm-hmm. They went down to London, different Manchester. Went down to London, saw the Sex Pistols. Okay. Decided to start a band. All right. And then have the Sex Pistols come up and play, but the band they started, like the drummer and the bass player, like quit, so they couldn't do it. So they had the Sex Pistols play. Okay. And there was no internet, there was no promotion, so 40 people showed up. To see the Sex Pistols. To see the Sex Pistols. And in those 40 people, it was members of Joy Division, the uh, Clash. Smiths. Clash? No, Clash wasn't out there. Right. Uh, Buzzcocks, uh, Simply Red. Wow. Uh, New Order. Like, f- 40 people, 15 of them went on to start these like amazing bands. Went on to start bands better than Sex Pistols. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my next song is from 1989. Now, in 1989, I lived in Chicago. Really? That are that really? Yeah, that was my first year. You're that much older than me? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm 51. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, my uh, you my, look great. Thank you. you my girlfriend, great. my girlfriend at the time, uh, was in, was in no was in podiatry school, and uh, I was there to <laughs> what. What's going on? Kyle and I had a moment. All right. And uh, I was there to uh, try to figure out what, what, how you do a stand-up. And uh, that always goes over well with the girl who's, uh, who's in med school. Her parents love that. <laughs> but uh, but it, it just uh, two months after moving there, uh, she broke up with me. So uh, we had dated for three years. So now I know the exact albums from 1989 that would put me into an emotional tailspin. Oh, I love it. Uh, the Bad English album, mm-hmm. the uh, Cindy Lauper's A Night to Remember, the um, the movie uh, A Night to Remember, also <laughs> Titanic, <laughs> uh, Don Henley's Edge of the Innocence, End because, of the Innocence, and I'm sorry, End of the Innocence. You're right, you're right. Maybe I can't remember them because uh, you know I had songs like Last Worthless Evening and all that stuff. <sighs> good album. I hate that fucking and, guy, but a good album. And then this album uh, by one Michael Bolton, the Soul Provider album. And this is a song called How Can We Be Lovers. It's about to put me in a tailspin. It's a great song. Michael Bolton from Soul Provider. Now, I'm, I'm, based off the the, the the time frame, is that is that the album that has sitting on the dock of the bay on it? No, that album was before this. Okay, okay, this that is, is a good song. That's a good cover. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. That's it is a good cover. Yeah, you know um, that is, song. Is, <laughs> that song though. This song. Yeah. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? Yeah. 
I love that big tell, 80s me, production. Let me just tell you what happened on this. He's got a seven octave range. This guy. Let me tell you what happened. This guy's like a singing sweater. This guy's like a singing Fabio. Is what I call this guy. It's good. Good analogy. Love it. What do you got? What's your next? That was my third. It's coming up for your fourth. So are we on the same page after the Buzzcocks? Yeah. So it's my girl coming mm-hmm. up? Yep. Oh, man. I remember when I first heard this song. This Sinead? No. This Every time you girl. say it's my girl, it's always This is my other girl. I'd like, I, I are we th- done with the pizza? We all got one more slice. We all got is one more it? slice. This is pretty good pizza. It is not bad. This is my other girl. This is if I was having menage a trois, it would be with me, Sinead, and this girl. Ooh. What? Sinead. Oh, are you kidding me? She smells. Nothing's grosser right now than listen to you chew. She doesn't. <laughs> like, like the sound I'm making with my mouth is the same sound she just makes walking around. <laughs> That's disgusting. All right. I'm really grossing out over that. All right. Um, I saw this. <laughs> I, saw, I saw her first do this on Saturday Night Live in like 92 when the album came out. It's her first solo album, Pat Francis. So she was in a band prior. Yes. This would have to be Patty Smythe from Scandal. No, it's not. Damn it. Oh, so close. This is Annie Lennox off the, uh, her first solo album, Diva. First single, I believe, also. This is Why. Very attractive. Oh, I, I, I actually think she kind of tr- um, tried to not d- dumb down is not the word, but tried to hide the fact that she was attractive with the super short hair and the and the real in the what do I want the makeup. I think she was trying to hide the fact that she was really attractive to be taken more seriously as a singer and an artist. That's my. Oh, that's opinion. interesting. I th- I I think she's smoking. Yeah, I think she's smoking. And, and now still. And I get yeah. And I got to tell you, if uh, if I'm in a Menage a trois with uh, Sinead and uh, Annie Lennox. Sinead's doing a lot of watching. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> well, you that hold right on. now. First of all, that's my menage a trois. Where am I? Uh, we locked you out of the room. Oh, that's not well. We sent you to get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're both aging. Oh, no, no. Here comes Sinead. <laughs> hey, watch. Just watch. This next song I'm going to play came out when I was one year old. This is the love and nine years ago. Love and spoonful. Do you believe in magic? Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? How the music can free her whenever it starts, and it's magic if the music is grooving and makes you feel happy like an old time movie. I'll tell. 
John Sebastian. Yeah. Well, I bet the Wrecking Crew was probably had something to do with that. What year was that? 1965. Yeah. I bet they that. might. I kind of have a feeling that they might not have that too. It's hard know, to man. say though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could have been that cranky Hal Blaine on drums. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making so much more money than you. Yeah. Then my lady left me and lost everything. I had a boat and nine mansions. Now I got nothing. I'm a cranky old now I got dude. A, now I got a dinghy and an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> When that pizza came, I thought, ah, oh, this is way too much pizza. I shouldn't have ordered a large. I should have got a medium. Now, I could eat more. It's gone. I didn't even think. I was like, eh, don't get a pizza. I'm fine. But I'm. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Look out, Kyle. He's a little iron Kyle, of your Kyle's crust. got some crust right there. Oh, I, I love the crust. The crust is my favorite part. Kids uh, leave the crust. Mm-mm. It doesn't make any sense to my me. My kid loves the crust. He doesn't even eat the pizza part. What, cra- what, uh, what drives me nuts is like uh, when kids will have, they'll eat like a dinner roll. But they want the crust cut off their bread. And I'm saying, yeah, the crust, that's the whole thing that's on the outside of the dinner roll. The outside of the dinner roll is all crust. Who cuts the crust off a dinner roll? You don't, No one does. Right. What, what I'm you- saying is, what the kids have to realize is, the whole dinner roll is surrounded in crust. Kyle, yeah. back me up on this, please. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> like, like it, it's basically a small loaf of bread. So if yeah. you were to slice the dinner roll, yes. it would have crust on it. Yes, right. Sounds like Altoona problems to me. <laughs> The rest of the world can't relate. Or as Kyle calls it, foul tuna. Hey, yo. Speaking of foul tuna, here comes Sinead. (laughs) Sit down, Sinead. I apologize to all the female listeners. I really do. Female listeners? We're like, this podcast is like Rush. We don't have any female (laughs) listeners. What what do you got? What's up next? We're like Rush, no female listeners, and it goes way too long. What do you got? Uh, this is a. I thought maybe you might have brought this. I maybe I did. 1974. Well, I don't know. Reached number three. Oh boy, the lead singer that went on to be lead singers of other bands. Ooh. This is Ace with How Long. Topic today is not guitar solos. I think it's two guitars. Now you can get down. That, of course, is Paul Rogers. Paul Carrick. Oh my God, you're right. What? Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of um, Paul Rogers. I'm thinking of Paul Rogers, uh, and I'm thinking of the song "All Right Now." Why are you free. doing that? I don't know. Whenever <laughs> you said, as soon as he started singing, I'm like, oh yeah, Paul Rogers, because I I kept thinking. Because this is like a one-hit wonder song, and All Right Now by Free is like a one-hit yeah. wonder song. And Paul Carrick, Paul Rogers, I got confused. I'm not afraid to admit it. No, no, no. That's, yeah, he that's, went on to sing for Mike and the Mechanics. That's what we also call uh, One Beer Pat. 
Well, wait do you hear two beer packs. Oh, we're going to round it. He also went on to sing uh, for Squeeze. One of their right. biggest, biggest tempted. songs, Tempted. He played keyboards for uh, yep. Roger Waters for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy had an interesting career. Yeah. What's he doing now? Do you know? And to me, Paul he, looks, Carrick, and to Paul me he looks like uh, Pardo. Oh, you think so? I think he kind of looks like Phil Collins. No, he lo- I mean, not the hairline. <laughs> Those but he, are two very different people. He looks, I get to Phil me, Collins like and Pardo. Pardo confused a lot. How about in this picture? Who does he look like? Pardo or Phil Collins? Well, he doesn't. He looks like an asshole. He looks like Peter Gabriel. All right. Andrew, like Andrew Gabriel. Rich. Post, have, post have him fun. next to next, buddy. Have fun. Yeah, post have, him next to next. Uh, By the way, hats off to Andrew Rich for doing the, the notes on the three-hour mm-hmm. YouTube. Way to go, buddy. Well, I think he's a fan of YouTube, so that might have helped. Okay. I knew I liked that guy. But um, I agree. It's, uh, I, I, was, I was really feeling bad uh, posting uh, that episode. I was feeling, not for the listener, because they can stop listening. But this guy's, he doesn't have to listen, but... He's got a good ear. He gives me the yeah. line of the episode every time, so yeah, it's good. So he's good. Although I think Kyle's good. Kyle's good. got like three of them, so yeah, this one, this fun. one, so... Uh, Paul we should Carrick. do a pool. Paul yeah. Carrick has had some solo albums the past few years. Oh, we're still but on Paul Carrick, huh? Paul Carrick update. 10, 12, and 13, yep. Right. He's had something in 2013? Yeah, called Raid or Shine. It went to the UK number 76. Mm. Well, you know what? That's not top 40 <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. I'm going to check it out. I like Paul Carrick. I, I'm I sure it's on iTunes. He's a great voice, and I think he's a, a great songwriter. By the way, at the time of this record, um, iTunes just dropped... The entire, not dropped, I mean, not dropped like they don't have it anymore. I mean, they dropped like a rapper. They added it. No, they added to iTunes uh, the entire Van Morrison collection, 33 albums. Including Wavelength? Including Wavelength. Wow. All right. That's a lot of Brown Eyed Girl. All mastered and Domino. All mastered for iTunes. Really? And I think most of the albums, uh, it looked like they were going for like $6.99 for the whole album. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, Van Morrison, if you don't listen to Van Morrison, he's the shit. He's got some great that. early stuff for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. For and, sure. And Wavelength was out of print for a long time. I know, something. and I found it and I bought it. Oh, you did? did yeah. You pay, I, did you pay for any penny or? It was. I, I bought. It was twelve. It was. Uh, it was like seven ninety nine. I found it wow, used store, and I, I burned it in my iTunes, and then I sold it for like twenty two bucks. Because <laughs> I remember you asking me early on about. Yeah, because you played a song from it, and yeah. I'm like, that's a great song. Yeah. Um, in 1987, uh, there was a new James Bond. His name was Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. He replaced Roger Moore. The first movie he was in was The Living Daylights. The band that did the theme song to The Living Daylights was Aha. And, oh, and I think they suck. Oh, yeah, you're not a big Aha. I've, I've heard you discuss no, them. I do not. Which like, you be part of. I do not like The Living Daylights song. I didn't. But there were also, on the soundtrack, there were two songs by The Pretenders. Oh, I didn't know that. One was called If There Was a Man. And That's the other one, and the other one is called "Where Has Everybody Gone?" And to me, either one of these, especially this one, could have been the James Bond theme. How does the living How does the living daylights go? Oh boy, how does that go? I have it. Can, you, I have can it. somebody bring it? Yeah, up? I have it here. Pass me that. Patch me. Because I, I remember Timothy Dalton taking over, but this this whole 
movie just passed me by. It's the one where they ride down the mountain on a cello case. He got saddled with two clunker songs, too. Because he, he was in two movies, right? Yeah, he was in uh, License to Kill and Living Daylights. <sighs> and the song from License to Kill was by Gladys Knight. It fucking yeah. blows. I always get it confused with View to a Kill. Well, yeah, that one sucks, too. But that song's great. Yes, it is. Yeah, View to a Kill is a terrible movie, but that song's great. Okay, here's The Living Daylights by AHA. More than a Casio? That was a calculator. <laughs> I swear my nerves are so horrible. Especially for a James Bond. It's fucking terrible. James Bond comes out in parachute pants and a flock of seagulls haircut. This is terrible. Yeah, he actually goes into a picture. And he's animated. <laughs> and it's so funny because Roger, All these race drivers Roger are... Moore had great songs. Live and Let Die by McCartney. Hell but yeah, not, the but man not good movie. Man with the Golden Gun. Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Sure. For Your Eyes Only by Sheena Easton. All Time High by Rita Coolidge. And View to a Kill by Duran Duran. He had great tunes. Yeah, yeah. And fucking Timothy Dalton got... Well. Roger Moore's my favorite Bond. Well... Please disconnect his microphone. I know. You've, I'm sorry, nerds. <laughs> My problem with all of those movies are they're the same exact plot in just a, he's like in space or on a boat or it, in the bayou. It's a wink and a nod all the time. They all are. No, not no, these Daniel not Craig movies. Oh, well, that's, I don't even consider that in the same category. Oh, how dare you? You're, it's, you're up because I'm, I'm done. Are you done talking to me? I'm done with this. All right. Um, this song needs no introduction at all. Plays piano on this, Pat. Paul Carrick. <laughs> I don't know who. Rick Wakeman. Rick Wakeman from Yes? Yeah. And Anderson Bruford Wakeman in Hell. <laughs> Thank you, Murray. <laughs> I know this isn't the guitar solo, but I love it. Can I? Uh, that one dedicated to Scott Adams too. Oh, is he a big Bowie fan? Loves I'm sure him. He, I'm sure he is. Loves him. All listens, right. He listens to it when he draws the weekly Dilbert. Scott Adams created Dilbert. All right. Not this thing. Right. Yeah, okay. I think so. And you've had sex. Dogbert and Dilbert. <laughs> um, can I? Can I do a uh, uh, a two an audible? What? It's not your turn. <laughs> well, I did. I, I I forgot to put it on there, and I really wanted to do this. Um. If I can find it. You you I, can't. I, I guarantee can't. you can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh, here it is. Yeah, can I have the, the, the thing? All right. The, uh, do you remember the Life Aquatic with Steve Zazu? Yep. Yep. Turned it off. The whole well, It's not a good movie, but this whole soundtrack is by this Portuguese. Well, Wes Anderson puts together a great soundtrack all the time. What's this called? Is this a question song? Oh, I like it. Quantos sonhos já destruí 
que deixei escapar das mãos Se o futuro assim permitir Não pretendo viver It's no loco el calor by David Lee Roth Eu but it's good não estamos sós The whole album is uh his like that and it's all David Bowie covers in Portuguese it's pretty on great. I don't know Scott Adams do you have it I don't know but uh you should check it out it's pretty cool it's cool to kind of wonder if I, I wonder if actor Adam Scott has it <laughs> I wonder if Adam... From the Are You Talking You Two to Me podcast. I wonder if Adam West has it. <laughs> oh, jump. That's terrible. That wasn't even, even close. Can you do an Adam West, Kyle? Um, nope, he can't. Okay. So, oh, was that no good? Just be a terrible actor and you can do it. I can't even think of something to say. Like, Hello, chum. Miss, uh, <gasps> Miss Kitka. <laughs> That's not bad. That's it's not, not bad. Good. It's not good, though. Uh, Miss Kitka, I have a boner. My with you. One is they're like running somewhere and they pull up to, Catwoman. The, to the parking meter. Yeah. And Robin's like, let's go, Batman. And he's like, I have to find a quarter because these quarters go to you know, pay for roads and mm. education and all this <laughs> bullshit. He spends like five minutes talking about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Joker's getting yeah. away. By the way, everyone who watches that show and says it was so campy. If you read the comic books from 1966, that's exactly how they were written. That's how all comics were. Back that's then. how comic books were written. So yeah, now we look at it and go, it's so campy. How campy is that, Murray? I'm not involved in this. Right. Uh, at the time, uh, at the time of this record, I have not seen this gentleman in concert for the first time. But by the time it airs, I will already have seen this gentleman in concert for the first time. Let's hear a little of "Is She Really Going Out with Him" by Joe Jackson. Oh yes, nice. Walking with gorillas down my street. You like this song, Kyle? Yeah, I like this song. From my window, Mary, I'll take a blue moon. Staring while my coffee goes cold. Look over there's there. There's only two, so you can have There's a lady that I used to know. We'll share this one. She's married now or engaged or something, so I'm told. It's a twist off, dick. God, I hope but when this airs that I got his autograph. Uh, full band or just him? It's full band. I saw him solo on piano. With uh, and Todd Runger and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Todd Runger and it was terrible. Ukulele, was uh, Jimmy Pardo at that show? Was that? Yeah, I hated Todd Runger. Yeah, so Todd much. Runger was yeah. awful. But he, Joe Jackson, opened with Stepping Out, and it was just great from there on. Amazing. Yeah, I really hope I can get his signature. That uh, I'll be you going uh, with Siegel? No, Suzanne Dillingham. Who? Suzanne Dillingham. Yeah. She kicks your ass on words with friends. Every, oh, her. All right, the time. Right, right, right. Okay, I remember her now. What? Yeah. Um, where are you seeing it at? God, I don't know what the venue is. Isn't Siegel going? Didn't he? Dodger Stadium? A, no. It's some, I don't know. It's didn't some, he send a text saying he wanted to go? Yeah, but then oh, no, he, that was he, Paul he, Weller. He, he never got a ticket yet, so okay. I, don't know, I don't know what's happening. He's, trying, he's waiting until he can buy 17. <laughs> <laughs> and resell them. He might have used all his money on Coke. Probably did. I'm going to bend the rules here a little bit. Why would you do that? I'm going to bend topic. the rules a little bit here. This is your topic. It's my topic, so I can bend the rules. This is song is not a question. It's not. <laughs> but it should be. Why? A. See, the I whole, did there. I ask you a question. The Why? whole chorus is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> is a question. Okay. But she just hacked off 
the the question part for for I guess for like Phil on the CD cover. I think okay. I think you're gonna I think you are gonna forget this. Okay. I know you, you like know this. this. I know you All love right. this song. We've right. talked about it. And okay. This is off Florence and the Machines' latest album. Okay. Waiting for guitar solo. What? We waiting for guitar solo? <laughs> That's a great song. It's That's a an great, unbelievable song. It's an ama- it's my favorite song off that album. Yeah. And it should have been called "Did I Build a Ship to Wreck?" But they cut it down to "Ship to Wreck." Yeah, this is good. That's a great song. I remember when I was at your party uh, earlier this summer, and that song came on the playlist, and I'm like, "Oh, Pat, this Pat. is my favorite song off the yeah. new uh, Florence and the Machine album." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have put it on." <laughs> You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> now here, have a burger. Oh, you don't eat meat. <laughs> And then Marissa hit on me. It was an uncomfortable party the whole time. Have a fruit. Have a fruit. I can't even talk. I was going to say have a fruit. I can't even say it. I want to say have a fruit skewer. Well, that'll all be edited out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pat, you're up. 57 minutes. Uh, That's it? Well, we're, doing, we're making good time. Yeah. Usually now we would just start playing no, music. No, no. I tell you what, the last three episodes have been really uh, compact and really nice and tight and, yeah. uh, and good, except for this one. Um, this is from 71. <laughs> this is definitely this artist's uh, most well-known album. The album's called Tapestry. Sure. The artist oh, is Carol yeah. King. And this is Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Hmm. Tonight you're at her uh i was at the uh hi i was down at the on hollywood boulevard when she got her star on the walk of fame had my tapestry album yeah and there were so many fucking idiots trying to get her to sign stuff like people that had like you know like 10 albums in there i have a tapestry would you sign it yeah it was crazy and so she signed a few things and then she got out of there as she came from the hard rock yeah as she should have but i I didn't get my didn't get my thing signed. She wasn't a bitch about it, right? She was just no, no, no. She just it was her day, and she was coming over and being nice for a few fans. But then people take advantage of it by having ten albums to sign. Fucking Mm. dicks. Yeah, I often want to say, hey, one, get one (laughs) out and fucking put the rest in your bag, you dick. Right. So I didn't get my tapestry. And then you say, here, Kyle, hold this other one and get this one signed. Yeah. (laughs) Lisa Goich told me she could get it signed because Lisa Goich used to 
be her like oh personal that's right assistant. yeah 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 but it's not as fun as I remember she posted that on Facebook yeah it's not as fun as getting it um yourself yeah I, I would imagine if if you were a, but uh, it was cool being down there for the uh, for the ceremony uh, who spoke it was um. Oh, who's the uh, who was in Wicked, the original version of Wicked? Kristen Chenoweth. Oh my God, does she look fucking freaky in person? She looks like so a cartoon skinny. character that came to life. So skinny, and her hair was pulled back in the ponytail. And she had some face work. Oh, and you could. Oh, and then and then uh, Carol Bayer Sager. Whole she. Who's the Carol Bayer Sager? She's doing? right with Burt Bacharach. Oh, okay. Right, right. Wow, the work on her yeah. was just ridiculous. I. Try to tell a story without name dropping. Okay. But I was at a dinner party. Why don't you just drop it? I was at Nora Ephron's dinner party. Oh, Christ. <laughs> this was a while ago because uh, Rock and Peace, Nora Ephron. Yeah, or Nora Ephron, uh, Rock and Peace about, what, three years ago? I think so, yeah. And uh, Kristen Chenoweth was there. And Nora, freaky. Nora was like, would you, would you just play a song on our piano for us? And her husband was oh. uh, the guy who wrote uh, Goodfellas. I'm blanking on his name right now. Mario Puzo? No, um, would you look that up for me, Cal, please? Uh, I forget his name. And so it, so it was kind of a little star-studded, mm-hmm. and, but it was only like 15 people. And, and now this is because Mary worked on a film? Um, is that why? Is that, I don't, did she, what in order? Probably, but I can't remember which, right. which what it is. And it was 15 people, and she played um, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, wow. the old standard, and it was amazing. fucking awesome. The and woman, she played piano, too? She played piano and sang it. And the, she's awesome. She's an amazing talent. Unfortunately, she had too much makeup. Booze? Uh, oh. No, fucking snip surgery. What's what it called? You, plastic surgery? Plastic surgery. Yeah. Who wrote Goodfellas? Uh, Give me the initials. Hold on. Oh, come on, dude. I can find it's it. Like, it's like, oh, the guy who wrote Goodfellas. Because it's like, I don't think they're still married because it's not there. Right, because well, she's, she's dead. dead. <laughs> and they were married up until she was dead. Yeah. Give me the initials. I he also co-wrote Casino with... Uh, hey, you yeah. fucking hump. Yeah, he wrote fucking Oh, uh, Nicholas Pelleggi. Yeah. Oh, thank Nick, you for Nick the Pelleggi. initials. <laughs> Nick Pelleggi, who died before she thank did, you. I believe. Well, then we should go over to their house because no one's in there right now. It's just Kristen banging on, the, banging on the 88s. <laughs> um, it's your, uh, your song's up. One you for got? each pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> See, that's good stuff. Hilarious. Uh, this is uh, 1999. You know what? Finally, we're getting close. I got a lot of stuff in the 2000s. Do you? I'm looking at my list now. I'm like, shit, man. I don't have anything modern. I feel well. I guess I just played Florence and the Machine. Um, that's recent. That's like this month. Yeah. All right. So this goes back to 1999 from the first. Al- I do believe this is Travis's first album called The Man Who. Trit? No, just Travis. Okay. Randy Travis? No, no, Travis. Oh. Is it Randy Travis Trit? No, 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 just Travis. This is uh, Why Does It Always Rain On Me. Good depressing song. I can't stand myself I'm being held 
I have to say, I host, I co-host this podcast every four episodes. Wink, wink. Which was what I was told in the beginning. No, you've been um, good. Look, let me tell you hey, something. Hey, 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 no, 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 I won't let that fly. I won't wait, let wait, that wait, fly. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, keep wait, talking. Wait, 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 wait. But um, like this, shit, I mean, Pat always said he doesn't want this to be work. You pick your song. But I tend to spend a lot of time <laughs> because I enjoy the songs. It's fun, and I forget. Like I haven't heard that song in forever, and I'm like, oh yeah, of course I'll use that. And then I go to listen for the cue to where I want to cue it. And then I forget because I get into the mm-hmm. song. So I'm listening to three hours of songs right. before I go back and cue them again. And I love every minute of it. By the way, I just got a text from my babysitter. She can come tomorrow. So let's order another six pack and a pizza. No, let's let me fucking, tell you something. Let's fucking burn that, burn the shit down tonight. You were on episode 208. And then it was, it was a couple episodes because I had a friend from high school. Then I had F- Frank Beernut. And then I had John Heffron and Pardo. And then Siegel, and then you're on episode 214. So that was six episodes. That's not four. That was, I know. But when there's guests or something, and then. I don't he, like any of those guests. <laughs> Frank Beernut? What, what is he, a fucking then, Swede? Then look I don't want to hear that you, shit. You were on episode 214 and then 216, which was disco. That's three. See? Yeah. Not every four episodes. And then, it, then it's, now it's been seven okay. episodes since you were on last. By the way, I'm just kidding. I love Frank Beernut. He's great. Yeah. Awesome. We've been conversing, Frank and I. You don't know. Um, uh, we email each other. There's a Frank Zappa documentary we've been talking about that's coming out. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, in 1983, after Duran Duran had uh, broke loose on the U.S. charts with Rio, they re-released God, their... Man, have, you heard the, have you listened to the bass in Rio? It's great. It's amazing. They re-released their first album, Duran Duran, and they added a track to it. And this was the track, Is There Something I Should Know? Listen, I have to say, man, I, and I, I am one hundred percent guilty of it. I, yeah. I did. If you, I was early high school when Duran Duran came yeah. out, or when they hit, and yeah. it was if you liked Duran Duran, you're either girl, yeah, or, or Murray, or you were from, <laughs> you know what? And I, yeah. and I shunned them, man. But they're a talented, talented. Their new band. album, Paper Gods, is, I, yeah. is amazing. I've and heard coming the whole around. Thing. I'd love it's to great. see them. Yeah, that was one of the. I saw them when they toured in two thousand four with Astronaut. Uh, they're at the Staples Center. I went with Pardo. Best looking crowd I've ever seen. Everyone was like, there were no hillbillies at this show. Sure, Everyone sure. was like, a lot of people on dates. I was I was on date with Jimmy. And uh, they were a phenomenal, and that was when it was all five original members. Right. Andy Taylor's not there anymore, right. but but they were fucking great. I believe this- So good. Careless Memories uh, Live was incredible. This is why I love li- living in Los Angeles in like t- 98, maybe, maybe 99. When did you see him? 2004. Okay. So it must have been like 99. Um, I was at, I was at the, the uh, Beverly Center 
the Beverly Connection across the street where we have mm-hmm. Baja Fresh at LA Podcast Festival. Yeah. In that, yeah. in that Baja Fresh. Yes. yes. I'm sitting there. Yeah. All of a sudden, they clear out all the cars. A stage comes out, and it's Duran Duran, and they played a free concert for 45 what minutes. What year would that have been? 99? 98? When uh, was one? Medazzle Land came out in 97. Pop Trash came out in 2000. So, yeah. 97, been, 98. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And all of a sudden, I'm fucking eating a burrito, watching Duran Duran for free. Yeah, amen, right, brother? Yeah, up top. You know what I'm was talking Wayne about. Was Wayne Fetterman there that day, too? Yes, Wayne Fetterman. Wayne yeah, Fetterman loves fast guy. food. I run into that guy in the weirdest food. fucking places. Where did I run into him the other night? I ran into him, I can't remember. Chick-fil-A. Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. Really? Yeah. Chipotle. Chipotle. Hey, Chipotle. My next song. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yours, isn't it? Uh, no, I just played oh, this it is something mine? I should okay, know. Sorry. Um, I played this. I've been having a, a pool. It's been so fucking hot here in Los Angeles, and I have pool parties. Um, I live in, like, in my neighborhood, there's a bunch of comics who have kids also, so we mm-hmm. have them over, like, every Thursday or Friday, and uh, we have a little pool party, and I put together a little mix every time. And but everyone does a set? Everybody does a set. The kids do five minutes up top, and, uh, and then the, the, the dads uh, headline it. Um, but then I had a couple neighbors over, and I put together a pool party, and somebody called me out on this and said, do you really think the Velvet Underground is appropriate to play at a pool party. I'm like, do you think these kids know what the fuck he's singing about? And this is uh, Who Loves the Sun. I, I don't know if I know this song. Who loves the sun? You fucking do. Who cares that <laughs> it makes plants grow? Who cares what it does? Who's on vocal in this song? This is not Lou Reed. I think it is. I know it's That's Lou. He's talking, right? Who cares that? It makes breezes Who cares what it does Since you broke my heart ba, 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 ba. Who loves the sun ba, 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 ba. Who loves the sun ba, 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 ba. Not everyone Irish. Sinead's Irish. She doesn't love the sun. No. This is Doug Yule. Oh, is he on a vocal on that? That makes sense. Doug Yule's on vocal. What instrument does he play? The Yule. <laughs> the Yule log? Hey, yo. I... Are you a Velvet Underground fan? I, uh, I like Lou Reed, but I don't like the... Um, I, I, I can't say I don't like them. I just don't really know their music that much. Okay. At, or at all. All right. <laughs> It doesn't mean I don't. I wouldn't buy an album and then buy everything and sure. love it. Check out Loaded. That's a that's a good album. I don't want to get that. Do you think that's appropriate for children? Yeah, mm. for people to be loaded. So wait, say, why, I, I why did they think it was inappropriate? Yeah, because it's, what it's song like who, who, well, listen to the lyrics. I played that song, moron. Why, why well, that I, song didn't <laughs> sound anything negative to me? Yeah. It's like a depressing Sesame Street. Yeah, I know you shouldn't have been playing Boogie Nights in Frank's room. No, well. on the big screen. Oh, I thought you meant he was just reenacting Boogie Nights. Listen, I have a three-year-old, and every night is Boogie Nights. He fucking picks his nose and eats it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Who loves the boogies? Listen. Give me some All right, lyrics. here we go. Who loves the sun? Who cares that it makes the plants grow? Who cares what it does since you broke my heart? Who loves the wind? Who cares that it makes breezes? Who cares what it does since you broke my heart? Cunt. Papa, Papa. Who <laughs> I loves didn't hear the, that. What? 
See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Who loves the sun and makes the flowers, makes the showers? Prick. Yeah, I, I still don't understand why they said they shouldn't play it. I don't know. They just think everything is, is heroin-induced. Is, like, is, is, really, is the C word no, really? No, the C word's not in it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, my next song. I think it was an overall. Hi. I think it was an overall. Really should I'm not I'm not playing the fucking wiggles. I'm just right. maybe maybe they thought you were gonna have more Velvet Underground in in the mix, and they were like, oh, yeah, are, maybe you playing, oh, yeah. are you playing all of the we're, albums? I, maybe you're, gonna play, you're gonna play heroin for these kids. You're gonna play, yeah, you're gonna play waiting for it. waiting on my man. <laughs> maybe they were just judging without actually listening to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe, maybe you pay attention to your kid. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right. Who's drowning in my pool? Um, my next song is from 1981. First time I saw this band live in concert was when they were touring with this album. The album is Fair Warning. The band is Van Halen. I whenever wondering, anyone I was wondering if you're going to bring this. Whenever anyone tells me, well, Dave could never, Dave was never a good live singer. I, I saw Dave sing good live mm-hmm. twice. And this was one of the tours he sang great on. And this song is So This Is Love. Oh, I was thinking of something else. Sorry. Yeah. On the corner and she's looking so fine We're one-on-one together and it blew my mind A man needs love to live, I'm a living proof Catch that smile and I got the roof We don't take much, keep on walking Sounds great too, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I thought you were going to bring in "Where Have All the Good Times Gone." Yeah, maybe when maybe I'll bring that when we do a covers covers thing or songs about good times. (laughs) Sure, or gone songs about gone. These are some of the texts I send Pat. Yeah, hey, can we do it? How about how about just a show about you know songs that have the word uh, the in (laughs) title? That's actually not a bad idea. It's not bad. Yeah, it's a good one. Write that down. Did that already? Oh yeah, we did. You did what? I think we did. Songs with did, the, the, you the did title? like the songs. The something. Yeah. The songs. I think you're right. All right. Go ahead, Mer. I did that with GL, Green Lantern. Um, all right. This is 87. All right. <laughs> We're getting closer to, to, to uh, the current. I don't think we play this band enough. Okay. I love this band. I, I, I think he's an underrated songwriter. Is it a band or is it a solo artist? It's a band, but it's pretty much like a one man. It's pretty much a Trent Reznor to Nine Inch Nails. Okay. This is Robert Smith. Well, Trent Reznor is Nine Inch Nails. He says a touring band. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. This is The Cure? This is The Cure. (laughs) With Why Can't I Be You. that makeup when he shouldn't. Dude, seriously, hang it up, man. Like the, the one, all right. The one thing I don't like about the Cure is whatever they release now is going to sound 
like the cure they yeah. don't they don't grow and to me this album uh kiss me kiss me kiss me is the last great cure album this is a good one this is a high water mark in yeah Murray's in eyes. my eyes yeah speaking of high water i gotta pee do you <laughs> really bad do you want you want to go pee yeah can we pause yeah yeah stop yeah. it kyle or he's gonna get a shake should you take that as a compliment yeah totally all right so the cure um kiss me kiss me kiss me yeah, man, I, I really I really do think he's an underrated songwriter. I think if you go back to the early stuff, mm-hmm. you should check it out. I think you'd like it. I think I'd like it, too. And I bet I could go to a used CD store now and buy a ton of stuff. Go to like, Amazon, probably buy it for $1.99. Right. Uh, oh, my new discovery. Advantage. I have not taken advantage of that. I really have to take advantage of that. My new thing is uh, uh, www.gohastings.com. Not familiar. Tons of use. Have you gone there before, Kyle? All yeah, true Hastings comedy yeah. albums. And, uh, and apparently the people who, uh, there's always uh, like misprints on the first day it comes out. Like something might be nineteen ninety nine, yeah. but they'll accidentally put it like $1.99 yeah. for like three hours yeah. and then you can get it like yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no, like no, apparently no one pays attention. No one pays okay. attention. It's, it's a good site. <laughs> All right. um, this is from 2013. There you go. One of the biggest movies of that year was an animated film and this was a big set piece of the entire film and I don't know how many people out there have ever built a snowman but let's crank this up Kyle Elsa do you want to build a snowman no come on let's go and play I never see you anymore come out the door like you've gone away we used to be best buddies and now we're not i wish you would tell me why do you want to build a snowman it doesn't have to be a snowman i'm a crazy little kid do you want to wear a hockey sweater (laughs) (laughs) now kyle what i want you to do is the keyboard in this always sounds vaguely familiar I, to me. I thought so. so. <laughs> play, play, I want to build a snowman and then go right into the next song. A little bit of thievery going on with uh, good, good edit, though. Yeah. Hey, big man, do you want to build a, do you want to build a big man? <laughs> All right. And uh, the the rhyming is about as lazy as some Springsteen oh, songs some Springsteen too. Writing By the way, lazy. thanks for fucking cranking that and fucking putting mute on. Can't you hear me knocking? Like, let's turn that's it up. That's because this wasn't plugged in. Because you had me looking at your thing. It's so funny. While we we're recording, someone sent a donation. So let's. Uh, I'm going to thank. Oh, there you go. Colin Mansfield sent some money. Thank you, Colin. I'm going to use that tonight uh, to buy a new wire. To hook the computer into the board. So thank you, uh, Colin Mansfield. He'll use that to buy Murray Arima paper so he can print out his list. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. If, any, if, if anyone would want Murray to uh, print out his list, please uh, donate some money for Arima paper. <laughs> yes, I will. If you do or, that, or mail, or mail us Arima paper. Yeah, just send us. Oh, yeah. That would cost a lot <laughs> that would of money. cost way more than a donation. 10 bucks, yeah. Donate that money, and I'll, I'll bring in two reams of paper for if you pay for it. You're up. 1966, number eight on the Billboard charts. Okay. Should I give you a couple uh, hints, clues? Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you one clue. Is it an all-girl band? No. Is it? A, is it have guys in the band? All guys. Is it a musical group? 
It is, but it's made up of guys. Yes, with penises. Is it a Beach Boy song? Yes, it is. I don't know what it is, but I will know it. Wouldn't it be nice Surfing if you knew USA. what it was? It would be very nice if I knew. Let's hear it. Is this from Pet Sounds? Is it? Wouldn't it be nice now that's how Blaine. This is my, my first wife. <laughs> this is my impression of Hal Blaine. Look too happy. Too happy. Oh. Wouldn't it be nice if we could wake up the morning when we're Now that's Brian on lead vocal there, right? Yeah, on the full This is how much of a douchebag Mike Love is. <laughs> I might go see the Mike Love version coming out to the uh, Mike. Lo- All right, somehow Mike Love finagled the name Beach Boys. They yeah. had the 50th anniversary. Right. Everyone's together. He fires Brian Wilson off the tour. You fire Brian Wilson off the tour. Give me a fucking. Are you kidding me? And he also. Well, he's, sued- a, he's a mental case, Brian Wilson. He wrote all the shit that I made Mike it. Love I rich. Know, I know. As a matter of fact, Mike Love, he has a... Mike Love has to, a couple co-writing credits now. Yeah, and you know why? Go to uh, like 30 seconds before the end of the song. Uh, go to around 30, uh, maybe 45. He has no idea where to go. I'm going to hold on. Not you, Murray. Murray has no idea. Sleep tight, my baby. That's what he ad-libbed, and Brian said, oh, I like it. And then he sued (laughs) Brian Wilson for $17 million for writing credit. Mike loves a douchebag. Nothing to do with that. So he just fucking improvised something that you would say to your kid. That's like when you're an an extra on a set and you say something and they keep it in. If... But if I went, if I went to see, I just don't think Brian Wilson would be good in concert. Right I don't now. think Mike Love would be good in concert. I saw Brian P. F. Wilson. Wilson just saw him, and he said they were good. <laughs> well, he's related to Brian Wilson. I say this. No, about, no, no. He I saw s- Mike Love. The Mike Love I say this about P. F. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I call I saw, him Pat Francis Wilson. I think. By the way, that confused the hell out of me when you did his podcast when I first met you. And I'm like, why is he calling himself P. F. Now, Pat Francis? <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, I saw Brian Wilson. Um, couple times at the Hollywood Bowl, do Pet Sounds, and yeah. a couple of years before that at the mm-hmm. Roxy, yeah. before he did the Princess Trust. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Sounded great, man. All I don't. Right. I haven't seen him recently, and I'm probably not going to. So I, I don't hear know. he looks just like John Cusack. No, no. I heard he looks like Paul Dano. Um, Let's play my boys from 2007, something, uh, a band called uh, Rooney from an oh, album called Call in the World. This song is When Did Your Heart Go Missing? Don't come so easily. It doesn't, Rooney. It doesn't. doesn't have to end in tragedy. I have you and you have me. Oh, one and a million. Why can't you see? I'm with 
gotta give those guys some. I, everything I hear, I like, but I don't. I don't think I own yeah. any Rooney. We saw them at the El Rey Theater, and it was a fantastic yeah, show. Yeah, great. I love the El Rey. It's a great. That's yeah. a great venue. You taking a selfie of all of us? Where's Kyle? <laughs> nah, and then I can't get in it. You keep moving the phone away from him. <laughs> nah, it was just a video of you going, where's Kyle? Where's Kyle? Where's Kyle? I, I have I'm four more songs. How many do you have? Ooh. I might have. Let's get here. through when these. Is Rooney going to have another album? I don't know. I don't know if they're done or what's going on. It's, Wikipedia says it's, they're still together. I have All five. Right. All right. Let's, let's get let's let's go. barrel Where through. We're only, how far are we in on this? We're an hour and 20 minutes in. 25. It's yeah. nothing for this. An hour and 20. I know, but we're, we're trying to keep it tight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't want to keep it loose like I'm... Like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you beat me to it. <laughs> well, I'm beating you to it because I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I hate that. <laughs> okay, your turn. Where am I? It's all right, my, okay, all right, it's all right, my remember, turn. It's, no, it's my turn. <laughs> if if Rock Solid has any street cred, if I, as a co-host uh-huh. of every fourth episode, <laughs> wink, wink, has street cred, I'm about to lose it. All right. Because I'm about to play a song by Bare Naked Ladies. Okay, that's fine. I'm fine with that. And this is off. Uh, all right, here's the deal. You only if if you need a bare naked ladies album, you only need one greatest hits. <laughs> no, and it's called Maybe You Should Drive, and it's their second. If you like '90s alternative acoustic music, this uh, get Maybe You Should Drive. This is called Am I the Only One? Am I the only one? Loves when you leave your hair down in front of your eyes, and who, who do you think I am, and who? All right, here's my theory on Bare Naked Ladies, now that you asked. You've um, co-hosted it a 16 big times. Theory? I'm sorry? You've co-hosted 16 times. Uh, call me Christine Blackburn. I. <laughs> what do you mean I co-hosted 16 You've co-hosted this show 16 times? How so many far? episodes have you done? 212. Yeah, but uh, since I started doing the, the, co-ho- the rotating co-hosts, it's been, you know, it's been uh, since episode 120 is when I started doing the rotating co-hosts. Is that every four? Well, no, but if you add in like other people that are on, or when I have a guest, I'm, dude. You know what? Sixteen times—that's pretty long. That's a lot. That's not bad. And and how look, many is Siegel I'm, done? Uh, you know, I, sober. I, I actually counted. You guys Siegel are all. Sober? You guys are all within two episodes of each other. That sounds about right. And uh, and remember, coming up this uh, this in two months from now, we're going to be doing uh, our Christmas uh, episode. And this year, it's uh, and last year it was Merry Christmas, and this year it's going to be Merry Christmas. Was it Merry Christmas last year? It was Merry Christmas last year. I didn't know that. And this year it's going to be Merry Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. It's going to be with you. Awesome. So pick your Christmas. And songs. who's bringing the snow? Seagull. Seagull. Yeah. He wants to build a snowman. No, he, he always he wants to build a snowman. snowman. <laughs> Do you want to build a seagull? <laughs> How are we doing with power on this? We're fine. Okay. I was going to give my theory on Bare Naked Ladies, but I don't think it's worth it. Okay. Play your song. I already did. You did? It was Bare Naked Ladies. Here's the one th- you were asleep during. Here's oh, my theory my. during. Here's my theory about Bare Naked Ladies. 
All right. So they got started. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember? You must know uh, a Canadian comedy troupe called Corky and the Juice Pigs yes. from back in the day. You know there. Do you don't I, know there? No, no, oh, no. I know. I know. Um, I know SCTV. Not them. <laughs> okay. I know the kids in the hall. Okay, not them. But there was Corky and the Juice Pigs and Bob and Doug McKenzie. No, not them. Great from the Great White North. Yeah, yeah, but not them. Um, Rush. No. Okay. Are you going to do a triumph? No. Okay. <laughs> So they saw, all right, so Bare Naked Ladies kind of just would just improvise and, and do lots of quirky stuff. Okay. And then Corky and the Juice Pig saw him and said, oh, you can come open for us. And they did like this huge Canadian tour. Okay. And then they started writing quirky songs mm-hmm. and weird songs. And their first album was very like quirky and almost comedy, but there's some gems in there like Brian Wilson and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And then it's like, oh, maybe we should take ourselves a little more serious. And so then they did Maybe You Should Drive, which is that album. That I just played, yeah, and then they got big, and they got a producer and a fucking dietitian mm-hmm. and lost a lot of weight and a fucking and they took themselves too serious and then they suck. So there's that pocket, of but a, it but it all started with a big bang. It did, and they did the big bang theory. <laughs> they do so that big bang song. Maybe you should drive. That's the album you should get. That give that album a listen. It's really their, good. their greatest hits is pretty solid. Eh, really, I like it. What's on there? One week and that's it. Yeah. Well, the one week is what. Uh, one, is it, what's it called? The old apartment and the new oh, apartment. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jane. The old apartment is great. Jane's uh, Jane opens. Maybe yeah, you should drive. So. No, the old apartment's great. The problem, with, like that one week thing, is remember you Kiss did the Alive album to capture yeah what they do. They tried to do that with one week of what they do live. Yeah, and it just it didn't, it did the complete opposite. But it went to the char- top of the charts. And then Stephen Page got a coke habit and they kicked him out. Is that why he, why he got kicked out? I karaoke'd with Stephen Page. I forgot all about this. I love the tangents to <laughs> I know. Right? Well, it's the blue moon talking. It's the super moon talking. <laughs> the super blue moon. <laughs> super blue moon. Uh, my next artist is a female artist who is now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Christy Stratton feels the car should be in uh, instead of this person. This is Joan Jett from Bad Reputation. This is Do You Want to Touch Me? No. Rocking a bikini in this video. She's rocking a, a trench coat in a bikini. She would flash yeah. it. I remember yeah. thinking, like, hmm. Yeah. She's got a good body. Nah. <laughs> no, nah. she doesn't. Oh, 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 oh. I was junior high. Yeah, that's when you look at girls I wanted with to see good boobs. bodies. I wanted to see boobs. She's a little well, she's a little flat chested. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to touch my tiny boobs? That, yeah. That was the original, right? Hey. Was that a cover? No, that that's was written the, by. That's the Bare Naked Lady song. That was written by Joan Jett and Kenny Laguna. Okay. Yeah. I know she gets flack for a lot of her songs being covers, but she's doesn't. I, I, I don't songs. think it's flack. I just thought maybe it was a cover. No, that one's not a cover. All right. Is it me? It is. You. Okay. Uh, any chance I get, I will play this gentleman. I've played this gentleman many times. Peter Gabriel. No. Have I played any? Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt. Who is it? 
Who? Um, do you you don't know? And I'm looking at my list. Oh my god, he's loaded. Uh, hey man, pass me another supermoon. Uh, <laughs> by the way, just came up on my Facebook. Uh, the supermoon is the closest it's been. Oh, they'd say that every fucking time. I would screen cap that, and then the next time they say that, <laughs> just post that as the comment. No, no words. Uh, this is Paul Westerberg, 2002. He released a double album, mm-hmm. Stereo and Mono. Okay. But Mono was under uh, his uh, like alter ego, alter ego called Grandpa Boy. And this it was is, in stereo, which was weird. This is called. Call that gone. This is produced. He did this whole album in his basement with Don Was and Brendan O'Brien. Oh, that's great. What's great about this album is a, um, like, ha- he, he did it all live in his basement. So he'll end halfway, like one song is halfway done. Once it, he just ends it, it's really raw. I love it. And the best thing about this track, if you can bring this back up, uh, Kyle, go to three. Where's my notes? Three thirty-four. Is, is it? You, you don't pretend like you have notes. I have. I always have notes. Go to three thirty-four. At the end of this track, he just busts into this. Along with the new flesh. It's a cover of Gene Loves Jezebel's, uh, I'm sorry, not Flesh for Lulu's uh, Postcards from Paradise, which I played on this album, uh, on this show before, I believe. Hey, real quick, since I gave uh, since I gave a shout out to um, gentleman earlier who donated to the podcast, I should uh, mention that uh, other donations came in from uh, Lena Diaz and from Ramon Nassau. I hope I pronounced your name right. Zachary Martin, Steve Harold, uh, Brian oh, Steve Harold. Brian Berkey, um, Anne Aluni. Saying that, Ron, Michelle Clemmer, um, Michael. Oh, wow, you guys have tough names. Michael, you're Hardy. Boy, those are bad. I can't say any of that. If you could include a ph- Amy Layman, Amy Layman, Layman, <laughs> Kelly Cruz. Um, so thank you guys, everyone who's doing that. All came in just now. Uh, Gregory Lafredo, what if it did? <laughs> Harris Dale, uh, I'd be ordering another pizza. They're all a dollar. Uh, Chris Campbell. 
these are these are way back since since June. Uh, James Headley, since 2010. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you, uh, thanks everyone Superman? who's everyone who's donated. We big we ups to big ups to Steve Harold. That's the only guy I reckon name I recognize. Um, he posts a lot on the. Uh, do you want to know when the supermoons are this year? Yeah, tonight, August twenty or August thirtieth. Okay, August thirty first. No. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a supermoon on September 28th, which will be the closest of the year. So oh. shut up about today. <laughs> and then there will be another supermoon on October 27th. Did you say September 28th is when it's a big supermoon? Yeah. I'll put that down on my uh, September 28th, big supermoon. Yeah, putting that in your... In your moon calendar? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's when I'll do witchcraft. Super moon. Add that... Let me add it. Okay. Speaking of witchcraft, how's your girlfriend? <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the Killers? Hot Fuss is a great album. Okay. Anything after that, Brendan Flowers can fucking eat a. I he's horrible. I like um I like their hits. I like their hits, but then Brendan Flowers or Brandon. Oh, Brandon. I'm sorry. In 2010, he released a, a solo album called Flamingo. And it's awful. I love it top to bottom. I love every single song and I think it's better than any of the Killers albums and this is a song called Was It Something I Said? Me and Valentina went down to the chapel but the gates were shut I had my vows in my pocket and a gold-plated ring for my honey love Said top to bottom. Now, from the reaction around the table, I can tell that you guys hated it. <laughs> did we get a synchronized eye roll? Yes. Yes, you guys did not he like it. He is the at all. worst lyricist ever. He, he, yeah, he, yeah, some... he, he used, I say maybe, baby, please. Like the hackiest. No different from Springsteen. Oh, I'm not, hey, listen, I'm not fucking fighting for Springsteen. I'm just saying this guy's, and he's terrible. He's a horrible front man. I've never I, seen them all. I lumped them in with the same group as Maroon 5, of people I don't listen to that came out around the same time. <laughs> that Maroon 5, when that Sugar song comes on, I can't stop that. I can honestly can't say stop I don't... stabbing yourself in the air. Sugar song's Outs, Outside right. of moves like Jagger, I don't think I know a Maroon... Like, I've avoided them so much, that guy nauseates me. That's not moves like Hagar? <laughs> I thought they had the moves like Hagar. I could be confused. Like the I, Red Rocker. I know. I, I could be... You might be right. I've just avoided that guy and that mediocrity as as much as I could. To me, Maroon Five is just what's wrong with this with the music industry. I hope your next song's by Maroon Five. This what's is, up? This is off Maroon Five's greatest hit. <laughs> no, do I have another? Is it me? Yeah, you, a minute ago you said. You oh, had, this, I'm excited to play this song. Oh my god, I'm excited to play this song. Take a shot of maple syrup. Um, actually, it's by Adam Levine. <laughs> shoot, I actually did. I is this a double? Question mark song? Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This is off uh, one of my favorite. This is, this is off one of my favorite concept albums, mm -hmm. but maybe one of my favorite albums of the all wall. time. One of my favorite. Is it albums. the wall? That's no, not the wall. 
which is one of my favorite concept albums. This is off 2002's Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by the Flaming Lips. They actually have two songs with question marks. Okay. I, I brought the first one. It right. was Are You a Hypnotist? But then I called an audible and I changed it to Do You Realize This is the hit off the album. Okay. Side note, my wife and mine's first concert mm. was the Flaming Lips and Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots tour. That's cool. Does she like them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why are every, is every concept album either about a dystopian society where everything's destroyed or a detective? Because they're concepts. <laughs> now, what's, Wait, what's that song? detective? It's like uh, the... the um, Out, Outside by David Bowie is about like a detective. Like oh, it's like right, a noir... Right, right. Right, right, right. Blade Runner bullshit. Sure, sure. What's yes, that sir. song called again? Uh, do you realize? And he said in the in the thing he said, "Do you realize everybody someday is going to die?" Mm-hmm. The three of us play in you a poker. The three of us play in a poker game every Thursday. Uh, not every Thursday. Uh, every first, fourth week. Wink, wink. First Thursday of every month. Sure. If it was by natural causes, I'm not talking about a plane crash or a car crash or something. I'm not going to answer this album. I'm not going to answer this question. Who do you think the, at the poker game, who's the first person to die? It's Mike Siegel from me. the Coke. It's certainly not Kyle. Mike Siegel from the cocaine. No, we know, we know who it is. Who is it? I'm not going to say. If everyone that's supposed to come would come, who would be the first person to die? Marie, it's okay to say yourself. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm not going to say who I think it would die. Who is it? Yes, of course it is. Okay. And do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Just as long as we all know. Right. It's Paul Goebel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My next song, if I wasn't getting any love from Brandon Flowers, I'm certainly not going to get any love from this guy who's recently, his pants split and you saw his uh, rocking penis. Oh, yeah. Which uh, April Richardson told us that she was a connoisseur of. Uh, Wait, hold on. What? This song She's is called... Con- oh, oh, oh. What? Oh, she's a connoisseur of... Penises or his? The first. She's a connoisseur of penises. That's what she said on the show. She's gotten a lot of penises? I don't know if she's gotten a lot, but she said she's a connoisseur. This is a song by Lenny Kravitz from his hold 2004 on, on, album, go back, go back, Baptism. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, yeah. go back. April Richardson. Yes. A.K.A. Rachel. She said it on the show. She's a connoisseur of penises. That's what she said on the show. What exactly? Look up the definition of connoisseur. Did you do this already? It's not, no. It's not a dinosaur. I know that. No. <laughs> Everybody walk the connoisseur. Boom, boom, echo, 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 boom. Which an is expert, what the sound, the sound. An expert that. judge in matters of taste. Yeah. So she knows how a penis tastes. Also, she knows, she knows what she, she also uh, an expert, authority, specialist, pundit. I don't know. Savant. This is Lenny Kravitz. I don't, I don't appreciate that. 2004, Where Are We Running? And this is a jam. I don't care what you say.
not interested. <laughs> Does he still look like Macy Gray, or is he done with that look? I, I, he has he has all different looks. He is all ever changing and always has a rock hard body. Yeah, he he looks <laughs> and a rock hard cock. <laughs> well, he looks phenomenal. Out of his pants in a throw rug. <laughs> he's like, he's just, I have one more. What do you? Have? I forgot. I have like five more. Okay. Do you have a play out song at all, Kyle? Uh, no. Let Murray play. Okay. Out. Murray, you play one. I'll play I one. I don't need to play the last one, so we can go ahead. No, and no, no. That. Listen, you play one. I'll play one. Then we'll promote, and you'll play us out with something. So you have two more. I have three more. You have two, two more. I have four more. You have two more. I have two more. Okay. You have you have four more. Wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know what I want to play. Can I have three more? No. It doesn't happen like that. We can revisit this let's topic another play, time. Let's, let's just go ahead and play eighteen right now. We can revisit this topic in sixteen more. This episodes. is the opening track. Of a previously mentioned album. Okay. Previously mentioned concept album. Okay. The Wall. This is In the Flesh. And that's a question mark song. Yeah. That's a tough question mark song for me. How would you say it, like, in a question? In the in Flesh? In the Flesh? Flesh. Oh, you say it one of us. That's not a Exclamation point. Good cue, Murray. Uh, I queued it up right. I don't know what he's doing. You had it queued at 31 seconds. We're fine. Maybe I didn't queue it up right. Maybe I'm in a minute 31. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. So good. To feel the warmth, we love confusion that space can get low. Tell me, is something eluding you, sunshine? Is this not what you expected to see? If you wanna find out what's behind these cold eyes, you'll just have to. Let me tell you something. I've been a Pink Floyd fan for a very, very long time. Unfortunately, they Roger Waters split before I was old enough to see him. So I've been listening to Pink Floyd. Uh, I saw him live several times without Roger Waters, and then Roger Waters came back and did the Wall. Yeah, like five years. Did you see that? I saw it twice. F- was it fucking amazing or what? It was one of the top five concerts I've ever seen, and I'm not even that big of a fan of Roger Waters. Let me tell you something. I loved it. I loved it so much I saw it a second time. I saw it in, I flew to Fort Lauderdale to see it with That's a friend. I went, went Twice. <laughs> to see it with a friend I was in high school with who loved Pink Floyd. And after hearing that album so many times and then opening the concert with that song and hearing him sing it was just fucking awesome. One of, one of the greatest moment, concert moments of my life. And, and he's doing it again. He's coming around with it again. So I highly recommend you, you go see it if it comes to your town. And it's coming. Uh, it's coming on DVD, and it's coming to theaters. It's oh, really? Movie theaters where it's coming. I hope he does it live again, man. That was it. Was such. A, and my wife was like, "Who's not a big Pink Floyd fan?" She was like, through the whole, through the whole first half, she's like, "What? So they're building a wall, and then we're not going to be able to see them? That's stupid." And then by the end of the thing, she was like, "Wow, this is great. This is awesome." 
<laughs> and then she flashed her tits. Oh, and then you bought her a wall shirt and she never wore it. <laughs> um, I opened today. 50 bucks for that wall shirt and uh, it sat on the fucking dryer. Until we gave it away at Parkassathon. I opened today's show with Rick Springfield, and I'm going to close out my portion of the list again with Rick Springfield. This is from 2004 from an album called Shock, Denial, Anger, Acceptance. This is a song called Will I. Is this Rick Springfield? Yep. Okay. So I lied and said that I'm okay. Says the way you are and the way I wish you were And what you want and what you say you want are both different stories I was standing here waiting my hands and knees shaking for the one I thought was you And you gave it away Like it was nothing at That's cool. Is that from Ricky in the Flash? No, that's from. Where can we find you, Murray, before at, you play us out? Uh, at Murray V on Twitter, uh, MurrayValeriano.com. Uh, my uh, podcast is Road Stories, RoadStories.tv. You can check it out there. Or when I'm part of All Things Comedy, so you can go check that out. Bill Byrne, El Metricals Network. Cool. Check it out. Subscribe for free. It's fun. Uh, I've been on a couple and I'll times. And i Las Vegas. Oh, Vegas, baby. I'll be at the Improv in Las Vegas in November. This is October, right? Yeah. And I'll be at uh, JR's or Junior's in Erie, Pennsylvania. Wow. Traveling there. the whole October. way out there. I'm hitting the road the, in the, the fall. The weather could be crap all oh, It's going to be a fucking horrible. I hate Pennsylvania. Yeah. Are you headlining? Uh, no. Who you? Who's headlining? I'm with Orny Adams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. For Erie. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. You got anything to promote? No. How come you don't bring a playout song anymore? Um, I had a flash drive, but then how come Mar- you don't? Mar- Mar- how come you don't check the uh, check the hotline anymore? I don't know. Oh, why for- don't you guys check the hotline? Kind of forgot we had a hotline. Yeah. What's the What's the number for people to leave a message? Three three zero eighty one rocks. Three three zero eighty one rocks. The best part about it is people can tell me what to go fuck yourself. Right. Um, Where can they mail me more maple syrup? Benjamin Weber, thanks for the book and the syrup. Benjamin, I, I, seriously, thank you. I'm going to try. Murray, now you're not tomorrow. supposed to put the syrup on this book. It tastes better. That's not the book's not sticky because of syrup, Kyle. Um, I love hockey players. Uh, Benjamin Weber, as of this record, everyone has their syrup except Christy Stratton. But I'll make sure the next time and she's you're going to pour it on your, her legs, and it's going to be creepy because you're a fucking creepy old man with this Christy so Stratton. Uh, I'm at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Andrew Rich's uh, amazing show notes can be read at rocksolidpodcast.com. There's also a donation button there. Also, the premium episode is still out there on iTunes called 200A. And all donations of $20 or more will receive the live from the Rock Solid Studios CD. It's got all the live performances and it's got uh, banter never heard before. Pre-show banter. <laughs> it's uh, between songs. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Murray, thank you as always for being Thanks, here. Thanks, man. I love it. This was a really this fun so show. So much fun. Thank you for having this me. This is great. Um, and it's not a facetious, but it's great. And uh, it's great. <laughs> and uh, what's your playout song? Give it to us. Uh, Kyle, if you could set up. Um, let's well, go you ahead. You have three that you haven't played yet. Let's go with number 17. Um, 
to the late great uh, Lux Interior. I give you the cramps asking the musical question, can your pussy do the dog? Jungle!